Art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Allie and Callie Artcast. Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie, and we're with the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance. Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. We are here at Hamilton Studio. Otherwise known as Toad Hall. Toad Hall. In Spokane. In Spokane. Or Spokane, is, wherever you are. Spokane. <laughs> I hate kidding. it when people say that. When they that. say it, I laugh out I loud. I know. It means you aren't from here. That's right. So That's right. we are very grateful to be in this lovely place. Yes, this is a professional recording studio. It's very cool. And they do video productions here. You know, my favorite part is there are two cats here. <laughs> I know. And what are their names again? We, we Cat. We Cat. Or and the other cat. Other cat. And We oh, Cat might God. not be right, but he's sitting right behind me yep. and the other one's on our notes. Yep. So, so there you go. if we mess up, <laughs> you'll know why. That's right. That's right. But this is, well, what did we do the other day? We went to see Something Rotten. And that was so fantastic. It that is was a Spire Community a spire. Theater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was a great production. Oh, man. So many new faces up on the stage and great male voices. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, not that the women aren't great. We always have great women talent voices. Right. Always. That's just... It's but just the men were amazing. Amazing. And they were in... And the guy that plays Shakespeare was incredible. Which is so funny because Presley... Presley Dupuy is always a musical director mm-hmm. and he, he's always hidden behind glasses and he's mm-hmm. always, you know, behind the piano and he, he's so mild mannered. And then he comes out and he's this sexy rock star. I know. It was so fun. <laughs> Don't miss it. It's This is the last weekend. It goes through May 1st. Yes. Please check it out. Yeah, definitely check it out because it is well worth your time. It, Honestly, I think it was one of the best musical productions I've seen in Coeur d'Alene. It's it's so funny. Mm-hmm. And the fact they're all local talent, uh, a few folks from Spokane and mostly Coeur d'Alene, but yep. absolutely t- super talented. And, and you will laugh and you might even wet your pants. Yes, you might. <laughs> you might. That's my review. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, perfect. anyway. That's a perfect review. <laughs> it made me wet my pants. Pee your pants <laughs> approval. Yeah. Is it that funny? Yes, it is. Uh, lots of inside, you know, theater jokes. and oh, But you don't have oh, yeah. to be in theater to enjoy it. It's so... And lots of references to other musicals, which... Oh. It, the one yeah. song, a musical, yeah. a musical. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah. Anyway. 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 Moving on. Yeah. So we are here with Don Wolski. Is yes. that how you say it? Don Wolski? I heard you Don say Wolski. 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 You know, and I, t- I took my husband's name. I said, you've got to have everyone pronounce it correctly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. There we go. Awesome. And you are the, this is actually your final farewell day as the director of the inland northwest opera yeah general and artistic director i've been there just a little over five years and ah it's um it's kind of a crazy week Mm -hmm, (laughs) to catch each other but um but I'm really excited for what's coming next with INO and I, I couldn't mm-hmm. have left them in better hands. So 
I get to leave with that sort of peace, peace of mind and being able to sleep at night and know that, you know, Volskis are staying here in Good. the arts community in this Yay. region. And I get to, um, I, you know, I don't have to watch behind my fingers and, and kind of, um, you know, cringing to see what's next. I can actually sleep at night and just right. come and enjoy the show. So, um, that's yeah, great. it's been That's... Quite, quite a ride. Yay. So tell us a little bit about your background, Dawn. Yeah. Where where did you go to school? Where did you grow up? And how did you find out that you had this fabulous soprano voice? Oh, you're sweet. Um, well, I grew up in the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So I um, was born and raised in suburbs of D.C. And my mm-hmm. father was working at the National Security Agency. So I kind of grew up. It's not not the same as a military family, but you're mm-hmm. certainly around government stuff. Mm-hmm. And went to school um, first in Maryland and then grad school up in New York. And um, yeah, how did I find out I could sing? You know, it was, it was a fluke. I was going to go into the sciences. I was going to go into um, chemistry or... Um, something in a slightly different route and I got into the end of my high school years and I think suddenly just it it was the wrong combination or right combination of instruction Mm -hmm. where I found myself more and more inspired by the arts and it didn't seem very practical (laughs) for me (laughs) not so practical for the family so they kept saying well you're gonna teach right you're gonna teach and I said well yeah I'll do whatever Mm -hmm. and um but I kept walking through the doors that opened and Mm -hmm. I you know it's not like I'm not willing to bang down doors as well when you need to but I in life it's kind of like water over top of a rock you just kind of take the The path path of least resistance where you can Mm -hmm. and then this is where I found myself and the I'll say my board of directors and some of the other people in this industry would be like, what? Dawn takes the path of least resistance? Because obviously on the other half, in order to succeed in the arts and administration or as a singer, you have to also be larger than life and knock down some doors. But mm-hmm. I feel like the doors have, have just kind of led me to where we are mm-hmm. today. And, um, and now I'm just kind of headed for my next chapter. And, and what is that next and what chapter? Is that next Everyone is asking. And I just walked right into that. <laughs> um, you opened that door. You know, I did. I did. So um, I've always had my hand in a bunch of different pies, right, when it comes to the art. So I've continued to sing. Um, I adore teaching. It's It was a sad few years where I couldn't get as much teaching in because no matter what, I need to... That sounds really cheesy, but I need to serve, you know, I need to give back. I need to give things to other people. And so when you're on stage, you're doing that or you Mm -hmm. feel like you're doing Mm -hmm. that. Hopefully you're doing that well. Yes. Um, Not sometimes better than others, right? (laughs) Yes. Callie knows about that. Um, But the next chapter for me, um, I'm sort of waiting to create a little bit more of a vacuum to let those doors open again. I feel like I've gotten myself into um, just a really intense um last several years and and being at the helm of INO has been one of the most challenging and rewarding experiences mm-hmm. but i haven't had kind of that space to um to listen as much as i would like right you know, to mm-hmm. kind of listen so the main thing that i'm doing um is shifting my attention almost entirely to teaching so i've taken uh, 20 new students over at Eastern Washington University. Oh, great. I've got another 15 privately. And it's 
I'm finding it to be one of my happiest places. It's mm-hmm. just to be able to kind of take what I've learned through my singing years, but also what I've learned through administration, right? And, and right. putting that together for, for people. So that's what I'm going to do for a bit. A bit. There have been other... That's as far as I can answer. There have been other offers and I haven't answered them because I'm just, I just need to breathe. Right. Mm-hmm. Take your time. And I don't know how long I need to breathe, but I'm going to do that. You'll know when the time is right. Yeah. And I think that's a really smart approach too. Don't, I want to be available too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To what? Because sometimes yeah. you get so caught up in the work and how hard it is and the time consuming position that you were in that, uh, it is overwhelming. I know as a as a performer, I prefer to perform. And then the last couple of years, I've done some directing. And I, I slept. I had nightmares. I couldn't relax. And it was just like, ugh, I don't know how people do it. And, and at the same time, I felt really great when it was all done. And I'm like, I did that. That felt pretty good. <laughs> Not too bad. I forgot all the bad stuff mm-hmm. and just went. This was a great challenge for me, and I challenged myself. But then it, you reach a point where you're like, I don't want to do that again. That's, I need a break. I want to just, you know, perform right. or, or do something different. Paint. You know, go in my studio and just paint and do other things. So maybe you're just in that... Take your time. And and you have ch- chilled one? I do. I have one sweet little guy. He is six. That's and, a great um, age. I'd like to... <laughs> catch up on some of the time that I lost there. But, yeah, you know, I think um, I read in the article in the Spokesman Review that you and your son sing. Oh, but you're not allowed to sing at the dinner table. Well, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not maybe I'm not as strict with him as I was, but I always grew up with this. You know, you had certain rules. You don't talk with your mouth, food mm-hmm. in your mouth and mm-hmm. elbows off the table and, you know, whatever. Right. Don't sing at the dinner table. <laughs> and I just assumed everyone had that rule until I said something. And maybe in my 20s. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And uh, yeah. And Stefan, Stefan, you know, when he was, I think he was, it was maybe two. He'd do something really big and really kind of honky, like in a, yeah. he's like, was that a loud one, mom? Was that a loud one? Cause he oh. hears so much opera around the house that I'm like, no one's, that's so beautiful, but no one's going to hear you. So I need to, and so he was like, oh, I got to do a loud one. So he's, he's now <laughs> calming back down. But yeah, we do sing and I'm trying not to pressure him in any direction and right. allow him to listen to those voices and, and make those choices as well. Just because you've been successful at something doesn't mean that that's what you need to do forever. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to kind of say, this is, this was my role for this period of time and, mm-hmm. and, and where can I serve next? Right. Mm-hmm. I think as artists, we need, we're so intense, right? A lot of the time that we, we sort of, we sort of need that time to step away and then mm-hmm. step back in. And I've never been accused of not being intense or being really measured and even keel. Mm-hmm. That has not been, <laughs> not been one of my strengths. And so, yeah, it's, um, life is kind of this adventure and I'm, I'm trying to, yeah, curious what's around the corner. Mm-hmm. Right. Now we've got the Inland Northwest Opera does how many productions a year? Well, um, so we have four major events mm-hmm. per year. Um, and they they typically are scheduled to lead up to 
the culminating main stage opera, which is the most expensive event in the region, most mm-hmm. likely. Mm-hmm. Um, opera is just the most expensive art form because you need yeah. everything. You've got the symphony, and yes, you, know, you have, right. um, and it's not you can't have a, you can't have a small pit. You no. need to have a big pit. You, you need, need to the... bring in these voices that are larger than life, and often they come yes. from out of town. Though we're fortunate to have some people in town that mm-hmm. that can also join. So we do an education program, mm-hmm. um, a opera on the lake, which is one of our favorites and our long term staple on the cruises. Um, the cruises, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, on, on and there's three. There's three boats that they tie together, yes. and the performance is on the top in the middle, right? Yeah, it was. We we changed it up last year, and now they're going to keep that. So instead of having three boats for one night, we're doing two boats for two nights oh. so that we don't have theater in the round, because that made That's it a good. little bit trickier. And right. then um, the actors are now off book and... It's yeah. a little less of a staged yeah. reading and a little mm-hmm. bit, a little bit more formal. Um, and we're trying to, you know, our, our roots are in Coeur d'Alene. You mm-hmm. know, this is in the Northwest Opera um, was born because Spokane Opera closed mm-hmm. and, oh. and Opera Coeur d'Alene, um, which is who we were for two decades, mm-hmm. um, needed to, to, have a name that really was inclusive of the entire region. And I think that's always tricky around here um, to make sure, you know, for us, it's always to have performances in both areas. Mm-hmm. So um, as we're expanding, our new artistic director was just seeing a whole bunch of venues in both um, Spokane and in Coeur d'Alene and out in Hayden. And, and we're going to make sure that, I mean, part of the mission is always to have have stuff in both mm-hmm. regions, so mm-hmm. so that that is we'll never we'll never not do opera in the lake, um, and then we do an annual gala, which is really performance oriented. I mean, we have a pretty long, it's mostly performance with dinner, mm-hmm. and then our main stage opera. So this yep. year, um, uh, Hayden native Madison Leonard is coming back. For, Madison, yeah, Madison's fabulous. I knew her when she was just a baby. Oh wow, <laughs> she was in um, one of the shows I was in. Could have been Sound of Music, I believe. When I was, I don't know, could have been Liesl when I was way too old to play Liesl. Uh, and she was one of the girls, and I don't remember which one, but anyway. And we did ragtime together. Yeah. So that was before she went into opera. Yeah. She, she was She's beautiful. Still, her musical theater chops are still pretty, oh, I still bet. pretty great. And her husband's coming out with her. I know. Well, that's what made married. me think when you mentioned um, the Something Rotten show that you just saw and how many fabulous young singers we have in this region. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the things that has been such a delight being part of INO and then moving here from New York City mm-hmm. to um, the Inland Northwest is that this region nurtures our own. You know, we really, I think we really take pride um, in who we have here and nurturing this talent. And we feel really excited when they go off to do other things. We yes. feel really excited when they come back. Mm-hmm. I feel when people ask where I'm from, I say Spokane. Oh, wait, you're okay. Where do you mean where I'm from? Because I've only spent 15 years here, but it's this region that sort of embraces people. So I'm, I'm excited to see yeah. the talent continuing to bloom. Mm-hmm. Um that's great. On, on both sides and then the... do you also do the, what what did they call it? The 
the opera with the yes, the opera truck. The opera truck. Yes. yes. I was trying that to remember. That is probably the most exciting thing I, that you guys are doing. I it's want so, to see that. It's so innovative. Yeah. So I, I kind of skipped over that when I said events and <laughs> my marketing director would, would shoot me. For <laughs> so the opera, because I think of the opera truck as sort of a program. So it's really fun. We just couldn't, you know, here we were in 2020 and we wanted to have as many events as we could, but we mm-hmm. needed to be outdoors. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's not always your responsibility, but I couldn't, <laughs> what it comes down with I know in the last five years is can Dawn and Nate Jolly at the time, could we sleep at night? Right. And I could sleep at night if we did outdoor events. Yeah. So we said, well, what if we get this truck? And I'll have to tell you, it's Denise Leonard. I um, love her. She's fabulous. She was actually one of the first people to mention it. And we were going to get, originally we were going to rent um, kind of a hay bale um, trailer to oh. pull behind a truck and then we were trying to get like a parade license to have music as you went down the street like an ice cream truck oh fun. turned out to be a little complicated yeah <laughs> right. to do that so so we ended up building this truck and it's a 16 foot box truck that we cut doors in the side and they open up and a stage um Appears. you know we unfold a stage it's like a pop-up book almost right? it is it's yeah. totally oh, pop-up it's, opera yes is that what it's called thank you, you know can what have it. you can have it I'll, <laughs> I'll give it to you okay pop-up opera <laughs> As long as you come to sing. Huh? I, okay, I'll yes, I'll I'll get out my rusty opera. <laughs> you, you got your chops. You got some low notes. In it. Yeah. So it. Um. But that is kind of the idea. The original idea was that it would pop up. You know that we'd sort of let people know. So you know, we're going to be at these five parks. See if you can catch it, and then yeah. Um. You know, do these little bits here and there. This year, we're doing our entire educational or outreach, our children's opera mm-hmm. on the opera truck because again. Mm-hmm. We just didn't know if we could rely on getting into the schools. I and, know. Yeah. And getting kids into big assembly, you know, why it, not give parents something to do in the summer? Mm-hmm. So in um, late June um, and just early July, we're going to have that all out and about. And this year it's Carmen and the Bull. It's based on, do you remember the story of Ferdinand? Yes, totally. Ferdinand the Bull who doesn't want to be a bullfighter. And that's he wants so to, great. he's got a more sensitive heart. Aww. So that's the tenor. That's fun. And Carmen's trying to, you know, whip him into shape and the bullfighter's saying you need to do this. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he finds his true self. And That's being, fun. Yeah. I love that. It's pretty good. So we are doing that. And then we'll have some other performances. So they haven't been fully scheduled, but um, we have the first weekend in August. Um, and you can always find these on our website, which is really helpful. What is your website? InlandNWOpera.com. Okay. We'll have some in that first week, um, uh, weekend in August. I know that our um, director of development is working on some other uh, pop-ups in September in mm-hmm. Coeur d'Alene, mm-hmm. um, and then a few other things in October. So I think August, October, mm-hmm. and then a little bit in between that kind of range there. You'll great. You'll see some stuff up. I can't wait uh, to see it. I, I know. I want to see fun. it. It's really fun. It's opera favorites, little musical theater too. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Marilee Wallace, a board member of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and the owner of NIA, the North Idaho Alliance. We specialize in connecting women of all ages, experience, and backgrounds in our community. One of the ways to do this is at our annual Onward and Upward Women's Conference, and it's coming up on May 25th. Our speakers are amazing, so you don't want to miss this. Tickets are on sale at Eventbrite, and they're just $79 for the entire day. 
On your web browser, type in Onward and Upward Women's Conference 22. And if you still can't find us, talk to Allie and Callie. They can tell you how to find us. We'll look forward to seeing you on May 25th at the Onward and Upward Women's Conference. And oh, men are welcome, so feel free to bring them. I see that you are uh, you won an award. Let me see if I can say it right. Liederkranz Opera Competition. Oh, yeah. 2010. And then in 2008, you were the, this one I'm going to butcher. Zara Doklahanova. I just Probably not. To hear you try it. I know. I, I, <laughs> I should have like phonetically put it out there, but International Art Song Competition. Yeah. What did you sing? What was your art song? Oh, goodness. Um, that art song competition, oh, that was a fun one. So that was in Kaliningrad, mm-hmm. which is um, part of Russia mm-hmm. currently, though it's kind of done one of those like dancing around, um, yeah. kind of on the outskirts there. Right. That art song competition was really intense because for each round, you had to have about 20 minutes worth of music. Ooh. So it was basically an entire recital. That's oh, wow. crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was really, it was really fun. Um, and nobody spoke any English. Oh. Um, I happened to know a coach who said, you know, head out there. Um, <laughs> so oh, I was wow. just like, I go where at what time? And who is oh, anyone boy. speak English? <laughs> I was the only American that particular oh. year, though often they have more. Wow. Um, so what did I sing? Oh goodness, put me on the spot. I know I sang some Strauss. I mm-hmm. sang some Delib, mm-hmm. um, Rachmaninoff, of course. Mm-hmm. And then we, in one of the rounds, we um, had to choose from. Um, compositions that had just been written Ooh. and that were premiered and so I coached the heck out of that with a, uh, a woman who's in New York from Yale mm-hmm. but she's based in New York and, and commutes and uh, I couldn't pronounce it today mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know 2010 right yeah um, <laughs> the thing that was really cool is I was ended up being chosen as the person to um, sing the premiere in the final winner's concert oh. and um Ooh. and that was pretty cool as a, yeah. as a uh, Russian singer absolutely um it was interesting so I'll tell you the craziest part about all that so mm-hmm. there was a lot of struggling with communication so I was told the competition ended on a certain day. So I had flown in and out of Warsaw because that's mm-hmm. where my husband's family is. And that right. was my first time for two weeks with my husband's family <laughs> without him, you know, um, which was really fun. I actually bonded. It was good. And I did a whole bunch of recitals. Do they there. speak English? Ish. Ish. Okay. There you Ish. Go. I, ish. <laughs> I'll just leave it there. Now I have Google Translate and oh, I can just they... talk into it mm-hmm. and, oh. and go. We speak enough and then there's vodka. That, yeah. So, and that as, always helps everything. As I speak with my German relatives, they're schnapps. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So we, so I had my flight booked based on when this competition sent me the information mm. when it was, mm-hmm. and I flew in and out of Warsaw, and then had a separate little hop flight mm-hmm. over. Well, I get into the I'm one of the winners, and I get into the winners' concert, and they say, "Well, no, you you have to be here for this concert." I was like, "My flight back to the I got my fl- <laughs> I got to be flying to Warsaw," and they said, "Well, you okay?" I said, "Okay." They said, "That's okay. That's okay. We've got you. We're gonna get you a car that's gonna drive you from Kaliningrad Kaliningrad to Warsaw." after the concert for my, you know, 5 a.m. flight in Warsaw. It's like six hours away. Uh, oh, boy. I don't, by the way, this driver doesn't speak any English. Uh, stress, stress. And I don't speak any <laughs> Russian, except for all the singing. Yeah. <laughs> These roads, by the way, they're they're like two-lane roads late at night. Mm. I swear this gentleman 
drove like 95 miles an oh, hour. Boy. Oh, I boy. was trying not to hurl the entire time. I think we got to the airport, but I also can't speak with my in-laws. So I'm trying to get them to get my lug. Anyway, anyway that was the special part about that. That was super fun. Though. <laughs> wow. Wow. Other well, places. Made it an adventure. <laughs> exactly. Other places, uh, other favorite places that you've performed? I was thinking about that. Um, I think my f- I say my most memorable it ends up being the Let places where me. I can't speak the language because mm-hmm. it's a lot of miming. Yeah. Um, so I spent a lot of time in China. Ooh. And there was a period of time where they were there was a team that was marketing me um, as this beloved Chinese character from some movies in the 1940s, but the Western version. Oh. She was called the white-haired girl. And I was the Western version. And, and it was one of only a dozen movies that... Um, the people in China for a long period of time were permitted to see. I mean, everything was right, much more controlled right. than it is now. And so everyone over age 40 at the time knew this music. And so it was really touching to them to see someone take the time to pronounce mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going on one of their um, television shows that Seth Rogen was on, you know, just the week oh. after me <laughs> and was singing all this stuff and, and being the Caucasian version of this character. And I don't know if that would be considered cultural appropriation or not today. The managers were um, Chinese and they really wanted this. And the people mm-hmm. all just came and said, oh, thank you. When you sing this, I believe that you love China. When you sing this, right. I believe you, you're, you're one of us, which was, mm-hmm. I don't know. Those are some of my most memorable is mm-hmm. kind of <laughs> just kind of getting thrown in the deep end. Mm-hmm. Do it. I don't know. I like the adrenaline. Yeah. Wow. That's, wow. Those are my favorite. I get... I get bored easily. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite language to sing in? Oh, German. Really? Wow. Really? I don't know why. It's, it's, <laughs> well, you know why? It's because you get these really sexy. Can I say that on a podcast? Yes, you can. Okay. Of course. Of they course. actually, you know, you think of it as really harsh, but when you get to say "duft" or "ich," mm-hmm. and you get to linger on some of these, mm-hmm. we don't do it in the same way you get to taste it in a way that I don't I haven't found in any other language mm-hmm. yet so I don't know if it's because it's not there or if it's just because I love it so <laughs> I definitely like the German and, and probably because Eckhart Freud beat the beat me for many years <laughs> over my German we did a lot of a lot of work the together studying a yeah. lot of a lot of recitals together oh yeah Wow. Wow. Hmm. I don't know. I like a challenge. Yeah. I get, yeah. I like to do things I've never done before. It's probably why I took INO. Mm hmm. Right. I said, well, that sounds different. I should try that. I did. And And then I went, ooh. Ooh. Okay. Now I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Five years is good. No. No, it was good. You know what? In my, I'm super proud because I, um, I told them I would give them three years. Right. Three to five. Mm hmm. Gave him a little over five, and I had a, I had a very specific goal, which was to mm-hmm. turn the company around. Which you did? Um, yeah. I mean, our budget is triple. Our audiences are quadruple. That's we awesome. We have five staff now instead of one. Yes. Um, and my job was to build the organization to outgrow me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, mm-hmm. you know, surround yourself with people who have done this a lot more. And, um, and to make it attractive to others mm-hmm. like Dan Miller... Right. Um, who is coming in. I can't announce who the new executive director is who has accepted the position who's coming in in a few months. Um, she's coming in from out of town. I wanted an organization that 
we could hand off and it could keep going and keep growing. You know, you don't right. want to be the face of an organization and then and then have it crumble when you go. Exactly. So it, it's right. not. It's not gonna. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope people miss me a little bit every once in a while, but for the most part, you're right. not gonna. It's just, it's just, it's. It continues on. Yeah. The legacy. You laid the foundation. You, mm-hmm. The walls are built. And just, you've, and you, you, it's something you can be really proud of. Right. You know, we had a couple really key figures during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about it, but, but one of the people who you may know, he was a, he's moved out of the region, but um, Nate Jolly yes. held my hand mm-hmm. and just and, kept, yeah. kept this going with me. I would never have gotten to five years. The organization would never have gotten mm-hmm. to where it um, did without Nate. somebody like that just saying, we yeah. got mm-hmm. this. We got this. You're okay. You know, we've He's got this. He's a great guy. I'm so sad that he moved away. Oh, I call him like every other day. Do yeah. you? Say hello. <laughs> well, yeah. Tell say hello. Tell him we both say hello. Yeah. I will. Yeah. I will. That's great. But we've got a new new person coming. Mm-hmm. We do. Um, Dan Miller is just, he just started up and he's fabulous. He came and directed our main stage show last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he's based in Seattle. He just adores this region out here. He can't get enough of it. Oh, he good. wants to oh, be out here great. as much as he can. And, um, and he's going to be the one to really take that vision further. So you will be seeing um, considerably more programming in the coming years. Mm-hmm. He's going to do some things off the beaten path so it's not always the same top 10 mm-hmm. favorites he's going to do the favorite operas right but then he's going to do some stuff that's you know a little bit different or maybe is less known or has a really relevant mm-hmm. story that um can speak to people maybe in a warehouse someplace maybe in you know that'd be a fun. mansion that'd be mm-hmm. fun yeah maybe traveling room to room he had um he'll talk to- idaho right? yes. they should go there yeah, you know what? Maybe um, uh, for his next visit, we'll get a list of some more of the places he should check out when he's do there. Do the Ballad because... of Baby Doe at, mm-hmm. at the Museum of North Idaho. Yeah. He can take a blank slate and say, oh, well, this person's got this property on the river or whatever else. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he's going to really, he's that's that's vision that he's going to take and Good. above and beyond mm-hmm. what we had before. And he's really also into these immersive experiences to where, yes, the audience travels with you or they, they become part of it and they actually, you know, become part of the funeral ritual in a certain Ooh. thing. And they come Ooh. up and, and, you know, place these roses or do different things. And they, um, really moving and interesting experiences where you're, you're not just, you, you break that fourth wall. You're not just watching but you're part of the action in some way mm-hmm. and you're involved and um yeah he's gonna do some really cool things that so sounds fun. i'm looking awesome. forward to attending yeah also yeah. maybe i can sit at your table yeah oh, come, yeah. come with us then yeah we'll we're a lot of fun we'll have fun <laughs> we'll drink yeah. wine and yes we listen to the opera do and that it's, it's great well how can how can somebody get involved with the opera that's a great question um you know it takes a village Takes mm-hmm. a village, guys. And so um, if you go to Inland NW Opera, so for Northwest, but NW, if you go to inlandnwopera.com, there is a place to sign up and, and indicate some of your volunteer um, hours. There are definitely opportunities to help with the gala or to help in some of these other instances. Mm-hmm. There also, somebody may come out of the word work and say, gosh, I've got a great guest room or I've got a guest house, you know, when you have some instances for oh, a homestay for... and entertain an artist mm-hmm. or yeah. um, where I have a, a property where you may want to do, 
I'd like to host something, Special you know, event. for 20 people for my friends and you sure. guys pay for the singers and, mm-hmm. and, um, and do that and, and let me introduce some more people to the opera. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the best things you can do, you know, in the arts is to invite people along with you, mm-hmm. right? You know, get a table at the gala or, um, always get a couple extra seats and bring somebody that you, you hadn't thought of that maybe uh, has never, maybe never come opera, opera before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah or some something. of these meet and greets. There'll be a bunch more um, in June for the new artistic and executive director where, you know, you come and on INO, you, you get some food and get some wine and, and mm. meet. That would be fun. And, and connect with, I mean, you'll see so many people you, you know, right. so it's a nice way to connect. Hey, y'all. It's Jason from Tubbs Coffee Roasters. We are North Idaho's specialty coffee roaster. We are homegrown and we are local. We love coffee and we love our community, especially Allie and Callie in ArtCast. We have a retail space in our roastery in Hayden, and we can also be found on the shelves at Super One and Yolks. And if you like to buy coffee online, we do offer subscriptions. You can find us at tubscoffeeroasters.com. Support arts and culture and your local roaster. That's all. So Don, what is your favorite song to sing? Favorites? Okay, see, I I, I threw me for a loop because I was thinking favorite roles. Um, Favorite song? Oh, gosh, I'm in that phase where it's all the songs for the kids. So right now, (laughs) stuff from Sing, too. You can't keep that, you know? Yeah. I have a weird answer to that. I feel like whatever you're working on at the time has to be your absolute favorite or you don't don't give your heart and soul into it. Mm -hmm. And like I told you before, I probably shouldn't say it so much, but I get bored easily. So I like to change it up. Mm -hmm. Um, But favorite roles, when you guys were asking me about that, um, I still have a few bucket list roles I haven't been able to do yet. Mm -hmm. So they may come up, but some Mm -hmm. of the ones that I have, I love um, the real, either really sassy, Mm-hmm. or really high coloratory yeah. stuff. So coloratura means you have a lot of high, high. notes and a lot of f- fast notes. It's what I used to be. Oh, Really? Yes. You know what? Coloraturas make e. some of the best belters. That, yeah. that explains a lot. Yeah. That's why you're so good at being a belter. I can do the high E's and stuff. Well, girl. I used to. Well, uh, well, we both seem to have some time on our hands. Yeah, we let's might need do to. it. <laughs> we'll I come back the, for a podcast the, in six the, months. We'll yeah, we'll, we'll work on it. Do yeah, it. There you go. Do it. Here's one with a lot of duet harmonies. Oh, oh no, the cat. The cat's attacking me. The cat is attacking me. All right, you're going to get kicked (laughs) off. No, so favorite roles. I love anything by Strauss. So Mm -hmm. Zerbinetta, she's a a sassy, sassy character who um, has has a lot of high, fast stuff. Um, or some of the Mozart. I'm a big sucker for Strauss and Mozart. Mm-hmm. Um, but then my Desert Island music, if I had to pick one album for Desert Island, it's it's an album of Monteverdi, which is um, early, early music. So that's um, just when opera is getting started. It's considered mm-hmm. Baroque. Oh, wow. And there's this fabulous album with a countertenor, which mm. is man singing in the, in the female range mm-hmm. right up there, with a group um, based in Europe where they take a lot of the Monteverdi and they jazz it up. So some of it is Ooh, really fun. strict straight. And mm-hmm. then sometimes you get the tune in with just a little snare drum or just <laughs> a little bit of like improv in the trumpet. Oh, how fun. And I still, it's been about, it's been about 10 years in this album and it's still my desert island Mm. Uh, my desert island cd and by saying cd i've just dated myself uh, there you no, go i oh, know whoops 
There you um, go. How about Aida? And I'm asking for a reason. Do you like that show? You know what? I do. I'm less familiar because it's um, a lot bigger than anything I see, but mm-hmm. I um, was able to see it at the Met um, oh, many nice. years back when I was living in New York. And it is just about one of the biggest operas that you can have. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sorry, when you could afford to have elephants and horses on That's stage. That's pretty, oh, like, right. It's, yeah. It's yeah. pretty fabulous. Pretty but, cool. Um, yeah, I actually saw it with Pavarotti. That was my grandmother's favorite, and she wanted to name my mother Aida oh. after the show. But oh. My mother's maiden name is Shrimp. <laughs> Aida Shrimp. Yeah, I'm not kidding you. Aida Shrimp. Aida Shrimp. Oh. <laughs> that would have been bad. I have one of those because I oh, really no. wanted to name my son. <laughs> that is, oh, I love no. that. Oh, no. I wanted to name him Owen, but it has to be pronounceable in Polish and in English. Uh-huh. And Owen would be pronounced Oven. So then I would have an appliance for a oven, child. Oven Wolski. I was like, no, it could not be Oven. No. Yeah, so. No. But I still think you win with Aida Shrimp. We did a, we did a, a video for my mom for her 75th birthday, and we... We, the video was all about what if the world had had an Aida shrimp. <laughs> it was pretty funny. That's brilliant. I love it. That's funny. I, I'm, I'm really never, ever going to think of that opera again without the story. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I don't know. That's, that's so great. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. That's great. Okay, now back to Callie. Back to my Okay. <laughs> oh, favorite singers. Oh, that's rough. Um, male singers. Well, you know, I'm just a sucker for Pavarotti. I it just never. Mm-hmm. I can't oh, even. Yeah. I can't even go past there. Um, though I feel like that's a really obvious choice and very uncomfortable. I I love Placido. Oh, you know he's well. He is such a flirt. Uh, yeah. Is he? Mm. Well, I don't. I've not personally, but. I saw him do a Iago or a, a, a Tello in Denver years, years ago, and I was like, <gasps> "This it was, it was hot." He looks at you, it burrows into your soul. I was backstage with him at Washington National Opera, and my, my friend is over there going, and he introduces, and he just kisses your hand and looks at you like, "I can't even." I, like I'm he's going to eat you alive. Leave, leave, leave. Leave you alive. <laughs> um, yeah, there's mm-hmm. you know. Some people just have a certain presence. Yeah. It's yeah. remarkable. And he definitely has that. Yeah. Um, female singers. Gosh, I'm um, I'm randomly on a um, a Polish singer uh, kick right now with Teresa Gilisgada, who has mm. just got one of the warmest, uh, most beautiful lyric soprano voices. Um, I'm also of current singers. I'm a huge fan of um, Lyubov Petrova. She is a a Russian singer based out of New York right now who has just got the most grounded coloratura you'll ever hear. And then, then of course, for art song, you can't go wrong with Elie Ameling, who's just light and, and just... Oh, yeah, buttery all the time, or Barbara Bonnie, who kind of takes her. Uh, when my when I get new students who really like pop music, right, and they aren't sure about the opera, I actually let them listen to Barbara Bonnie because she every once in a while in her art song will give you just that kind of scoop that uh, kind of harkens back to the commercial and popular music, but sure. it's appropriate for the classical. Mm-hmm. But she kind of bridges things for people, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, there you go. Too many. Okay. That's well. That's good. Oh, but those are all good. 
Right. They are good. Well, now you're going to go check out those. I know. And the I'm Russians like, I'm going to check them out because. Well, I'm going to go check them all out because I have no idea who yeah. you're talking about. I, well, I have, <laughs> I have certain, fa- I'm kind of picky about my yeah, lady, yours? My lady singers I'm very particular about. And I, I loved, of course, now I can't see, I can see her Italian big archy eyebrows and she's oh oh Sutherland no yeah, not she's not no, Italian not, you're thinking um uh, Callis yes yes of course I just that my my vocal teacher in Denver you know I had to clean try I had to clean tra- <laughs> <laughs> train classically because I was in musical theater and I was like why are we doing all this German and Italian it was so wonderful and it gave me such a great background and I feel like I'm a much better singer than if I hadn't and mm-hmm. I wish I would have been better at it and I had a couple different teachers but my first teacher I'll just say her name was Lucille Lynn and she go, darling I just love your shoes she always <laughs> talked about like through her teeth and she was an <laughs> opera singer and I she just didn't critique me enough where I felt like I wasn't she just would say, I love your shoes. You know, that was lovely. <laughs> you know, I'm like, give me more, give me more. And she wouldn't give. And then I had Jan Sullivan, who w- was classically trained and did opera and the belt technique. So that was big in my college where we, yeah, everyone learned a belt. And it's healthy. I'm sorry, but they actually, they, yeah, they feed into each other. And, and this idea that they don't, and you it, have to have that. Yeah. If you don't use that low connection in your classical when it, you get up higher, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't. And there's, and so there's many, healthy ways of exactly. doing both. When yeah. people mm. say, oh, building will ruin you. Nope. If you can't do this, you can't. I'm like, no, if you do it right, you can do both. And That's, you can do it day after day after you day. You can. And I have never had notes in my 40-some years of singing. Well, I'd like to hear what an example of belting is. Oh, you know. Oh, that's all you. <laughs> well, let's see. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of anything. Um, oh, God. I can't even think of anything. Um, well, Ethel Merman. Oh, okay. There's no business. Right. Like, you know, it's very bright and forward, and then there's mm-hmm. like a belter's bite. So they're. As opposed to. <clears throat> oh, God. On. You take the other, so you have to dome it. Yeah. So, like, so it changes. No. No. E. It goes up a little yeah. bit taller. Right. Oh, that yeah. is not the best example because I have an exhausting but that's okay. week. <laughs> but the concept is you have. There's a it's certain. placement. Yeah. And, and you have to. It's carry over an orchestra differently, mm-hmm. whereas the the belting will be a little more speech driven mm-hmm. with that forward. That's a right. very smart belt. This girl has a. I, I had a great teacher. That's yeah. that's the only. The only... So wait, why don't you teach? Um, because I'm bad with words. <laughs> oh. I'm bad with like the technical, like I could go, okay, that sounds wrong. You know, I can, your vowel modulation, oh, I can hear you. Let's you know, do the thingy. Yeah. That thingy isn't good. No, you got to redo that thingy. And I'm just, I thought that's not, how you teach. Cause I say, read my mind. No. Yeah. <laughs> or my, the, the teacher that I work with who, um, I check in with when I have gigs and stuff like that. She's in New York. Her husband, um, runs Juilliard, a vocal department. And she sang at the Met for years. There are times that she'll just go. No, that wasn't good. <laughs> I was like, thank you, Jenny. Yeah. How many dollars a minute would you like to give me an alters knit suggestion? She'll say, no, just just do it again. Just do, just it. do it better. Yeah. That, okay. That, and you know what? Sometimes that's, that's helpful. And sometimes mm. it brings you to tears. Yeah. <laughs> I had my voice who taught me, Belle, Jan Sullivan, she would always say, you know, you'd do it and you'd do all your songs and she'd go, 
and I'd be like waiting for my critique and she'd go, yeah, it was good, but could it be better? You betcha. (laughs) (laughs) So I never got a like, that was perfect. I never got ever not like right on the money, your head in there, it's great. Mm. No, it was like, that was good. Could it be better? You betcha. So I was like, okay, someday I'll be better. (laughs) But she made me work my ass off. But it's good. Good teachers. I wish I had the skill. I I think I could coach. Maybe we'll trade. Maybe give me some belting. Do a little belt. I'll give you some of the other. Get some of my opera back. That would be fun. Bring the opera back baby yeah oh no i'm gonna start talking like marilyn all of a sudden you just got me there i get people Uh, ask where are you from i I definitely so what's coming up next for ino so um in june Mm -hmm. we have um carmen and the bull right the kids opera we talked about that a little earlier with ferdinand ferdinand the bull which was one of my favorite stories it is so oh oh, it's so sweet and it's Mm -hmm. um you know, you look for children's operas that have a message that say um, something, you know, something kids can take home with. Um, right. And it's to be true to yourself oh, and, and listen sweet. to the voices, um, you know, and, and be who you are, which I think is really important. Mm-hmm. So that's in June on the opera truck, which is fabulous. And you can go to the website. It's all over. So we're we're down as far as Potlatch. We're in, um, you know... It, variety of cities in northern Idaho. We're getting up as far as, oh gosh, Medellin Falls. Is that where it is? Oh, wow. All the way, way up there in, mm-hmm. in the Washington side. So we're kind of trying to hit as many areas that um, maybe, we can. Maybe kinda, don't always get that. opera. Yeah, yeah they don't awesome. get it. So mm-hmm. that's in June. In July, we have Dom Pasquale on um, the boats. It'll be sung in English. It's a comic opera. Mm, it's kind oh, of like a Taming of the Shrew type of uh, storyline um, with a bunch of uh, fabulous singers from the region and, and out in Seattle. Mm-hmm. That's in July. In August, we have our annual gala, which is going to be at the Historic Flight Foundation, and it is a night in Casablanca. Ooh. So, you know, they're still working out those details, so I'll be surprised along with you mm-hmm. as to what's coming, but I know that they're talking about having some gaming tables. They'll be you know, a lot of decor that really take you back to Rick's Cafe and encourage, mm-hmm. you know, you to dress up if you'd like, but you don't have to. Um, so that's going to be really great. And then um, the first weekend in September, we've got La Traviata um, at the Martin Wilson Theater at the Fox. Nice. Um, and uh, that'll be set um, on sun- in Sunset Boulevard, kind of in that actor. Ooh, it, fun. The starlets, the Hollywood starlets who were hitting my microphone there, Hollywood starlets who were sort of under the control of their managers Mm -hmm. and and they would throw these parties and drink and and do this, be a certain persona because they had to, Mm -hmm. because that was, otherwise they'd they'd get canceled, essentially. (laughs) That was happening a long time ago as well. So um, it's going to be really interesting. And then there's smattering of of opera trucks through there. So look for our season really June through September with some opera truck stuff and... um, Mm -hmm. Great. New staff, new leadership. My position has been split into two. Wow. Ooh, yay. I finally got. <laughs> so now they can handle it all. That's so great. So executive director and artistic director. Oh, um, good. Leading the helm, mm-hmm. co-leading INO. It's um, it's it, it's honestly my dream for the company. So. Yeah. That's Ooh, great. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. Me too. I'm Me too. sure that they will miss you, but it sounds like you'll be around. So. You know what? I'm not going to be in anyone's way, but I'm here just to 
continue to be a supporter mm-hmm. and endorse arts in this region. There's no such thing as too much art. That is absolutely to have. We have to support each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what you guys do so incredibly well. We have to be unified on this on this front. It doesn't doesn't work to have one or two organizations take you know, winner takes all. It just doesn't. Then no mm-hmm. one wins. We mm-hmm. have to be able wins. to right, right. to have something for everyone and um, and just enrich our children and enrich mm-hmm. ourselves by having more beauty. There's no such thing as too much beauty, right? Right. right. There's no such thing as too much And art. especially coming out of, like, I've said this for so many episodes, the coming out of COVID, what did we miss? We mm. missed the singing. We, we missed miss. the group experiences and Mm -hmm. you know where do you get that you get that in theater you get that in going to musical performances and operas Mm -hmm. and uh, plays everything and that's we're back yeah I mean we've we've had some bumps but look it yeah we're back we're back I'm excited to hear people sing ever yes so So, we just want to thank you so much thank you so much you guys are so sweet for having me and this Love is it. a really great thing to do on my, just as I'm heading out to be able to yeah, tell you yeah. guys how great I know is, is I love it. going to do. Yeah. Well, we're excited to watch and hear yep. what's going on at INO and, and to hear or see Dawn in the future. Exactly. Yeah, thank you. The uh, website again is inlandnwopera.com. N-W-opera. Awesome. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. You guys, thank you. Yes. Mm, this is so great. Lovely. Oh, thank so, you. So I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And whatever you do today, make sure it's creative. And sing. And sing. At the dinner table. <laughs> The Alley and Callie Artcast is a program of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and is sponsored by NIA, North Idaho Alliance, a woman-based leadership organization designed to inspire, uplift, and impact your community and lives. And Tubbs Coffee Roasters, globally sourced, locally roasted coffee.